Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is what we need. In the club, 50 Cent. 93.7, Ticket Water Cooler, 402-464-5685. That's the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, Starter Heyman Text Line. It's all coming together. In we, the club, 50 Cent, you know exactly what that means, listeners. We need to address this on the text line. You know exactly what that means. Adon says, where is Bach? Bach, for until the end of the College World Series, will not be here. No. He's working at the College World Series right yeah. now. So, he Bach will be back next week. I believe next Wednesday he'll yeah. be back. Um, I don't even know what he. I think he does set up and then and then take down. Um, so he Bach will be back, but it's it's me and Strick for on the block. Nick's filling in. Rico filled in a couple times for ticket water cooler. Uh, kind of what the water cooler was originally designed for until I took over. Unfortunately, took, took so, over. yeah, it took over. So Bach well, but but we're all we're both gone Thursday and Friday. That is true. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens. It's gonna um, be Rico and Strick. Maybe we should just give it to Brian Munson. Brian Munson on three sports on three dot com. How you doing, man? Doing good, but you guys. What about you guys? We're doing all right. I'm sorry that uh, we took so long. There was a debate on frozen pizzas. So, I, I Jack's not well liked. DiGiorno looks like it gets the uh, two thumbs up. DiGiorno is it's too heavy. Um, it's got too much bread. Too much bread on it. I don't. I don't know if I really have like a go to. We were actually talking about this just as I was kind of waiting. I I liked Jack's back in, in college. I mean, it's not yeah, been something that necessarily has been my go-to. I don't know if I could find it down here. My kids are addicted to Tombstone. Oh, great. Yeah, that was, it was Nick was yes. saying. Yes. Tombstone's yeah, delicious. Tombstone seems to be like, and I, I'm, I liked, I liked Tony's back in the day. And, Tony's. um, gosh, I don't Tony's know if a I cheap really one got too, like, yeah. like an absolute like go-to pizza, like for frozen. Wow. I don't know. I just might just be me, man. But I, I think I if I had to go back and like lean on something, it'd be go back old school. Go get go get a Jacks and and be Ooh, good with that. Jacks and Tonys, those are the best ones. All right, Brian, we're counting on you yep. to to bring this show back in. We've talked about a whole bunch of nonsense for the first half hour. So Brian Munson on three sports on three dot com. Uh, I, I know you guys kind of a, a big focus for you all was covering the seven official visitors for Nebraska, as you say and you put it so kindly. Recruiting never sleeps. What is kind of some of the big takeaways from uh, this past weekend? <laughs> well. Uh- I felt like everything went about as well as it could, and that and that seems to be kind of a recurring theme. No commitments, but I think that there, you know, possibly could be some stuff leading to one. I I, I really like where Nebraska um, is at with Hayden Moore, the inside linebacker out of out of Aurora, Colorado. Uh, he is going to take, I think, he's at least setting up to take a, a visit to Colorado this weekend, but I, I really feel like Nebraska feels like they got their guy. They canceled Ason Stevens this weekend, mm-hmm. and he was really more of a inside linebacker guy for, for Coach Rude, but, but Coach Rude had two inside guys in with Dylan Rogers and Moore this this last weekend. So I think that they feel like, you know, they're, they're, they can get one of those two guys. And then uh, the cornerbacks, Tayshawn Wilson and Ryan Robinson. Um, similar sized, you know, Ryan's a little bit taller. Tayshawn Wilson to me is the best man-to-man coverage guy in the nation this year, period, point blank. He, he's, he is only five foot nine and people will pick on that, but that dude has got hips 
and he has got feet, and you need to go out there and watch some of his videos. And that guy is really, really, really tough, playing in some good ball down there in Houston. Um, and then, you know, a few commitments came in this weekend. You had Sam Sledge, you had Dwight Boodle, you had, you had Pops Watson. Um, and I think right now that it's kind of like looking then across the board. What are other guys doing that have visited Nebraska before? You had Dylan Edwards down at Kansas State. You had Amir Herring up at Michigan. Um, you know, you're kind of waiting to kind of see how things are going to kind of flush out with a couple of these other, these other uh, wide receivers. Amarian Miller was down at LSU last week. Um, you know, what's going on with, with Josh Manning, uh, Bo Hewley. So there's, there's a lot of things that are out there. I have to think that Nebraska has got some confidence in their board because as of right now, They've only got three guys coming in this weekend, and they're all defensive ends or edge guys. So I think that they have to feel pretty good about their skill position guys that they have left out there on the board. Well, we're speaking to Brian Munson of On3.com, and with on the topic of recruiting, according to On3.com, Nebraska's third has the 32nd-ranked class in the country, and Scott Frost and his staff throughout their first four years have done a relatively impressive job of recruiting well despite the lack of wins on the football field. I mean, when you look back at this summer here and the work that they've put in on the recruiting trail, with specifically high school recruits, I mean, what are, what are your thoughts on, on Scott Frost and the new staff, especially on the offensive side and, and the work that they've put in coming off of a 3-9 and nine season? Yeah, I mean, they want to show that there's – that they've got this energy. They want that they, that they're, that the energy then is going to translate to not just success on the recruiting trail, like, like what they are having right now a little bit. And, and they want to show that it's going to, going to lead to wins and W's on the football field and, and guys putting up, you know, tech mobile style numbers and, and all those good things. So I, I think that there's an energy and, and that energy is, you know, it's it's around Mickey Joseph. It's around mm. Brian Applewhite. I would even go as far as to say Coach Rayola seems to have kind of this mm. sneaky, great kind of way of kind of getting him in a room and mm-hmm. getting him in front of a whiteboard and putting on some video and, and letting him kind of go through, you know, go through the film and, and, and talk about, you know, how he's going to go ahead and do things and, and how he kind of coaches. But then, I, you know, Bill Bush is obviously still, you know, he's recruiting great in the Kansas City area, and there's a lot of skill position players out of Kansas City that Nebraska's looking good with, and that's because of Bill Bush. But I think there's a there's a real energy that those guys took, you know, into the evaluation time. I think there's a number of players that people are overlooking that Nebraska probably wouldn't have had a chance to get in get onto campus in the month of June if those changes weren't made. Um, so a lot of those things are like some small little feats. Like I don't think Caden Green visits uh, if Nebraska doesn't make some changes because uh, they were they were basically off his radar following the spring game last uh, a year ago. Um, so after some changes get made, he starts taking a look back at Lincoln. So I, I think that the energy is there. They know that they're getting recruited well. They, they're actually giving those guys the most attention out of all the schools that are that are typically talking to them. And I think now it's just about, like, look, can you believe in that energy enough right now to where you, you can jump into the class? Or does some of that have to transpire and lead to wins on the football field? I think there are some guys that are a little bit hesitant. There's some guys that are that, are, that want to take a look and see how things are going to go this fall. But then again, the month of June is really kind of becoming the month where teams are putting together like 80 to 90% of their recruiting class. So 
these guys are all trying to play. They're playing musical chairs with one another. And as they, as they leave a spot and they don't commit, somebody else comes in the next week, has a committable spot, has a committable offer, can take away that guy's spot. That guy, that guy can't come back around and he has to go find another spot to go, to go commit to. So it's a really interesting month. And I think that this is how things are going to be going forward. Brian Munson on three sports on three.com. Brian, we might've asked you before, but we t- we look at this 32nd overall ranking, and I, the the one thing that really sticks out to me is 7th in the transfer rating. Do you think this is just kind of the new norm for Nebraska football? For right now, yes. Um, I think that there are some rooms this fall, uh, after this fall, I guess, more, more to the point this winter, where I, I think that there's going to be some huge transitions. Um, I think the wide receiver room in general, I think is going to, we saw a lot of transition there. So not a lot of new faces that came in in January. I think you're going to see that happen again this fall. Um, And and I think that that's going to lead to potentially some more transfer portal guys that that Nebraska is going to have to show some interest in unless they can kind of start bringing a few more of these guys up on the, on the team currently, but I mean, that's, that's such a roster that's heavy on that transfer portal stuff right now mm-hmm. that I have a hard time believing that you're going to be able to really have a great understanding, you know, of the next three or four guys underneath that, that could be, you know, players without, without having a lot of experience. So I think you're going to have to shop around for experience, but you, you want to kind of get off of the numbers, but you're still looking for guys that can elevate your program. Um, and I think Nebraska is gonna gonna keep looking for those guys. They, they are they right now are in the market of improving their roster. I think the eighty five number is a number that that's the only number that anybody's paying attention to anymore. And and they're gonna have to get to that number eventually, whether it's December or it's at the end of spring. Um, and it's one of those things where I think that they're gonna recruit as well as they can recruit, and then they'll find a way to get down to the eighty five. And I think everybody's going to be doing that across the country. It's going to leave a little bit of a, of a bad taste in some folks' mouths when they see some guys that are, you know, getting asked to kind of take a look around in, in, in other places because they're not going to see the field at wherever they're at. Brian, you brought up Brian Applewhite earlier in this in this conversation, and he's a guy that came from, from TCU down in Fort Worth. And if you look at Nebraska's recruiting class, their highest-rated commit, Riley Van Poppel, comes from Texas. I mean, how now? Now that we're a couple months removed from his hire, or him being hired at Nebraska, we're starting to look back and realize that that might be one of the more underrated or or not hires that wasn't talked about enough because Nebraska's really getting into Texas um, pretty pretty deep right now, and, and partially that's Mickey Joseph. But how much of that is credit due to Brian Applewhite for using his resources? I mean, they got went down and they got AJ Allen in in this year's recruiting class. Absolutely. And, and they, you know, they're looking good for Lance Hurd. That's at AJ Allen's old high school. And that's because of Brian Applewhite. They bring in, uh, you know, two defenders from the state of Texas this weekend and Tayshawn Wilson and, and Dylan Rogers. You got another one coming in uh, from Garland Lake Centennial, which is just down the road from me and Trey Wilson, who's already been up there for the spring game. Um, it, it's, a, it, it's, it's all attributed to, to coach Applewhite. Um, I thought what was really crazy when Riley Van Poppel was doing his commitment story with me was that Applewhite was at Argyle High School checking out Van Poppel one week after being announced as, uh, as an assistant coach at Nebraska after leaving TCU. Wow. So it's he got to work quick, and he went straight back to his Rolodex of what he had kind of done, you know, kind of building on those guys from before. He didn't have 
uh, Brian had not recruited Riley to the point where like they knew each other from being at TCU, but, but clearly that was something that, that Apple white was, you know, very in tune with. And if there's been guys, you know, at Denton Geyer um, that were up there this weekend for the O-line D line pipeline camp uh, that mentioned uh, coach Applewhite uh, very specifically. There's been guys from Denton that have also uh, visited unofficially this spring. Um, it, all that, all that stuff is kicking up uh, because coach Applewhite is the one bringing them up North. And, and I think Vince Ginta has a lot to do with that too, because of the fact that he was at Baylor. Tayshawn Wilson was a guy who was getting recruited you know, almost specifically by Vince Ginta, like, or was one of the guys that he had mentioned. So it's, it's, uh, it's not a coincidence that the, the two guys that came from Texas schools are, you know, are bringing those guys up North because they're, they're the, they're the ones obviously that know about them. And, and I think that they have great connections down here in Texas. Brian, the last question I'm going to ask you before I let you go, and I'll probably ask you every week leading up to his commitment. Do you have any updates on Malachi Coleman? You know, I don't. And I think that, you know, if you're going to, every week is probably, it's probably justified. Uh, the yeah. guy is, uh, yeah. the guy is turning out to be one of the best recruits we have seen come out of the state of Nebraska in a, in a long, long time. Yeah. I think that Nebraska is enjoying right now, probably one of the, one of their best inside tracks though with him, because I feel like they legitimately want him to play wide receiver. And I feel like legitimately he wants to play wide receiver while other schools are seem to be a little bit more determined to look at him as a defensive end and oh, put wow. a little bit weight, put a little bit of weight on it. Yeah. And I, I think that that's the kind of guy right there. You want to get him on your roster and get him producing immediately. I don't care where it's at, wherever he's the most physically ready to go. That's where you, that's where you, that's what you do with the Malachi Coleman. You put him where he's most physically ready to go and get him playing. If his body takes him someplace else, so be it. But get him on the field immediately. Brian, if people want to get more great content from you, how do they do so? Uh, you want to head on over to On3. So it's a new channel over there with the Nebraska Cornhusker site. Um, you can go ahead and, and there's a huge promo right now. 12 months for a buck. Go go turn Oof. your couch over. Get the cushions out. You know, <laughs> Put your hand in there a little bit and look around for some quarters. You'll find enough probably in your couch cushions to, to pay for membership for a year. And uh, we're not insulted by that. We want to bring you on and show you guys that you guys are getting the best products. So come over there and join us for for $1 for 12 months. Brian, you stay out of trouble. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. All right, sounds good. Brian Munson, there he goes. On three. Dot com. I'm still actually kind of surprised that they're doing that for a dollar. I thought that I, was just going to be like a month thing, but so, it sounds so, like they're just sticking with it. Uh, here's the thing. I thought when I signed up for it, I thought it was a dollar per month for 12 months. Oh, really? And I still thought that was a great <laughs> deal. And then I realized it was a, it was a, a dollar $1 for total months. for 12 months. That's insane. So Sip's over there, too. So they got a, they got a good Sip, group that they're in. Sip, they got Robin Washit, yeah. Abby Barmore. Yeah, really good stuff they got a good They got a good group. So on 3sports.com, that was Brian Munson talking all hustle. Recruiting. We got about five minutes left for this edition of the Ticket Water Cooler. Who knows what we'll talk about next? Maybe we'll talk about more frozen Hot pizza. pockets. Hot pockets. Hamburger helpers. Whatever's on your mind. 402 464 5685. We want to hear from you. Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket. We'll be right back.